despite the fact that my original f formal review of the thing was very uncharacteristically short for an Eplus Vox video, I championed the original Elgato Stream Deck quite a bit on my channel over the past couple years since its release. It instantly integrated into my setup, it was a great product for me to use, and I really wanted to convey that to people as much as possible, even though Elgato was definitely not paying me to do so, and I had to really push and pull to get more of them sent for me, given that I didn't really have the budget to get them myself. But there were a couple main complaints that I kept, you know, trying to put out there that I wanted Elgato to address with future revisions of the device, and I really wanted to see them, you know, fix it just to make it more useful for me, even though I didn't know that it would necessarily benefit anyone else, and that was I wanted them to make a bigger one. I've been calling it the Stream Deck XL since like 2017, and I wanted them to make a detachable cable, and then I had some minor complaints about the software, most of which has been fixed up, and I wanted them to add some sort of mounting capability for bigger format mounting, such as a quarter 20 threaded tap or something on the back, so that you could use, you know, professional video mounting equipment on this. For the most part, they have fixed the Stream Deck. They have fixed the Stream Deck with their Stream Deck XL, and I am super stoked for it, although they didn't address everything. So let's take a step back and cover what exactly the Stream Deck and the Stream Deck XL and the Mini is for and who it's for. This is a macro keypad. It is a programmable keypad with a built-in display, which will customize, which you can customize to display literally anything you want behind the keys to indicate what the buttons are, to play funny GIFs, to play entire games from that, that they have in the software now, you can do pretty much anything you want with it. It is a fully customizable, programmable keypad in a small form factor. This specifically is created with streamers in mind, so it's great as a scene switcher, as a source switcher, as a video switcher. Uh, you can use it for macros for activating different effects with regards to your OBS or XSplit or Streamlabs OBS scene collection or your custom lighting if you have something like that or super plain stuff, like a program launcher, if that's all you want it for, or to have it send out autocomplete text, or, or activate and mute your microphone over and over. It can do a lot of different stuff, and so it's for creatives, for streamers, for even just technical people who don't do a whole lot of creative work that need a very easy-to-use solution for creating a programmable or a customizable keypad such as this that also want to be able to customize the keys. Now, I covered in my original review of the first Stream Deck that this kind of slotted into place with a plethora of other macro solutions that I had. I originally had a Genovation CP48, which is a little macro programmable keyboard. I had my own entire keyboard that I made that was completely programmable that I replaced all of the keys with custom keycaps and taped on labels to, and a shuttle jog for video editing. And then I ended up getting another keyboard from Genovation, which had like 68 programmable keys at the top of it. And the tedium of using those more manual programmable customization options or even reprogramming your own keyboard for it combined with the tedium of having to like tape your own printed out icons over the keys and things like that to figure out what the heck your macros even do and the lack of nested folders and things like that really made those start to seem less and less like viable options compared to the stream deck even if that even if at the time I was originally saying that I was keeping those around over the past couple years I've transitioned away from my entire desk being covered in macros and keypads and gadgets to mainly just having a couple stream decks and a I have a loop deck plus for photo editing that stays kind of off out of the way other than specifically when I'm photo editing I have transitioned all of my custom macro programmable stuff from my other keypads onto the Stream Deck, and I was originally, before the XL came out, just using different pages to cycle between, because I had a smart profile for Premiere, which required like three or four different smart pages for Premiere, and so I'd just have little icons to switch between them so that every time I open Premiere, it would automatically open these shortcuts, which is a cool 
feature of the software. And so there's a lot you can do with it. And it starts to be much more compelling compared to comp- competing offers, unless your entire focus is purely on saving cost. Originally, that was my focus. I was worried about, you know, doing it for as cheap as possible and jerry rigging all the things. But over time, the efficiency and the actual productivity aspects became way more important to me and my workflow. And that's something to, inc- to consider for yourself as well. So the original Stream Deck is a small 15 key programmable keypad that comes with a little stand that has adjustable angles. And then you have a non-detachable cable. So that was a complaint that I had along with it not having enough keys. And another complaint that I had or that other people had was that the keys themselves had a whole lot of glare and you could not see them at certain angles. And then some people complained about them being mushy. I never really cared about the mushiness aspect, but I did have issue, especially with my ceiling fan right behind me going, not being able to see the keys at certain angles. And if I rotate it here, you can see how these keys really pick up the light. I do feel like they're more clicky than they used to be, which is a good thing, I guess. Um, and either between this, the way that the stand it comes with is set up because you can either set it flat like this or it comes with a magnetized detachable stand on it. The angle that it specifically uses avoids a lot more glare compared to my original stream deck, which is definitely a win-win for me. It has quite a bit more weight, so it's definitely going to stay in place. And it has a detachable USB type C cable. And this does use USB 3.0, a bigger display with more running on it. Cause this is basically like a separate monitor that the software just knows what to output to. It's one giant monitor beneath all these keys. You need the bigger bandwidth of USB 3. But since it is detachable and it is USB-C, you have the flexibility to use whichever USB-C Type 3 or USB 3 Type-C cable you have for extra length or for running it in certain places or just using your own cable, which is definitely a win for me. Again, I would have loved to see additional mounting options for more standardized, you know, production mounting, quarter 20 threaded tap in the back, clamping points or something like that, but I'll take what I can get. Now, something interesting here is I actually discovered after my original coverage of the Elgato Stream Deck that this wasn't entirely an original product. And this is not com- or this is not uncommon for the gaming branded companies to do this is that they find what's called an ODM or original design manufacturer that makes something kind of niche or specific that isn't really meant to be sold on a mainstream market. It's more made for other people to slap their label on and they either just slap their label on or they develop it further for their specific market. And Elgato did the latter. The original Stream Deck was actually a rebranded product that was originally from a company called Infinitron. So I originally had a segment here talking about how the Stream Deck came to be as a result of a form of rebranding another product and then further developing it over time. This is something based on information I've tried to gather over time using a company called Infiniton who makes and sells, or at least sold at one point in time, a literal exact stream deck with their own software and things like that. It was my original understanding that this was the original manufacturer of the device and Elgato simply licensed or purchased or whatever the hardware from it, which happens over time. However, I can't get concrete details on this, and it has, as I dig further, I'm not 100% certain this is the case. However, this is still a pro point for Elgato, and I'm going to include the rest of the clip, but I can't really get exact 100% confirmation whether Elgato completely, like, originally designed the Stream Deck or not. There was, of course, another keyboard, I believe, called the Olympus, which was a similar design and a full-sized keyboard, and Infiniton released their own thing very similarly, but they could have you, they could have simply taken the design or taken the products from the same manufacturer and that Elgato used the OEM and simply sold them themselves. So 
this is this is a very pro in you know pro Elgato in Elgato's favor point, but I I, I can't get the details one hundred percent correct, and I just don't want to say something that would be misleading, I guess. And they had their own line of them. They even had a white one, uh, which was pretty cool looking. And it looked very similar, but their software was very Spartan and very underdeveloped. And Elgato took that product and their core software and really developed it a lot further, releasing a lot of updates and really taking the software so much in a better direction with regards to the macro support. They've enabled F13 through F24 keys. You can do a whole lot with the macros now, and they even have an app store. So you can add extra customizations that aren't built in or extra integrations for apps like vMix or voice mod or Philips Hue, certain games, things like uh, your, the little nano leaf LED panels. And then they added native integrations for OBS, Streamlabs OBS, XSplit, actions on YouTube, Twitch, or Streamlabs or Twitter. Uh, there's, I have a whole list here. There's a lot of stuff. There's a built-in soundboard now, support for mixer. You can control your Elgato key lights. You can control your stream decks themselves, like the brightness and the pages and stuff. You can control that from other stream decks. There is a lot of functionality they built into it. And then as far as I've been able to tell, the Elgato Stream Deck Mini isn't a remake of anything. Like, I haven't seen the original product where of what that is. But what they were really hyped about was with the Stream Deck XL. This is fully custom from Elgato. They even made their own custom actual chip that runs on it, and they were super stoked for that. And that's really cool to see, is that they took something, because a lot of companies take a product from another company that sort of meets their needs and then just resell it and move along, like Razer with their capture cards, which I will be covering soon. Elgato took it, rebranded it, redeveloped it further specifically for their niche and now have developed their own spinoff completely of their own doing and still integrated that into the software being a completely different device and really have gone pretty far with this. So that is something that I think is noteworthy with regards to Elgato's kind of investment in the streaming community. They started basically as a capture card company and have really gone all in on trying to provide what streamers need. So honestly, it's pretty cool. I did want to note with regards to other differences between the XL and the base one is I have noticed that there's a little bit of a color temperature and contrast difference in the screen on the XL versus the original Stream Deck. And at first I thought that this one was looking a little bit too yellow or something, but it looks like the original Stream Deck, or at least my specific unit that I was comparing, is very blue focused with regards to the screen's color temperature. Because this is a screen underneath it like any other, there's color temperatures, there's contrast, there's sharpness, there's all those little details. And so there is a color diff temperature difference, but the more I look at it, the more I think the original Stream Deck, or at least, again, mine, was way too blue focused, but it also had a lot more contrast and or saturation that the Stream Deck XL doesn't have. And I've reached out to Elgato, and this is something that they can totally control and tweak on a lower level software side on their end. So they will probably release a software update at some point, if they deem it's important enough to kind of make them look a little closer. This is not a direct problem per se. This is more something that you only notice if you have the two side by side. Like if I just picked this up on its own, I would have never really noticed, but it's something that having the two next to each other, especially when I originally copied the same profiles, and so I had the same icons on both, I quickly noticed that they didn't look quite exactly the same. Going to be nitpicky for somebody, but it is something that they can fix and they probably will fix. So 
So yeah, I don't have much more to say. This product is expensive, of course. It is quite the investment, but it is one of the best investments that you could probably make. And I truly believe this. This isn't, I'm not sponsored. No one's seen this before it is posted. It was sent to me for review early. And then I ended up not getting to take a look at it early because I was busy at DreamHack and people already made the videos. So my incentive to like rush something out was very much gone. But you know, this is truly my belief and I have stream decks everywhere in all of my setups. I have a stream, I have two stream decks on my main video editing and gaming streaming setup. I have a, another, a third stream deck on my workbench PC where I do my PC building streams and things like that. And then I have a stream deck mini here in my retro game room streaming setup where I only need a couple scenes to swap really quickly. The retro, the stream deck mini is a perfect fit for that. And so I will be slotting out at least one of my main PC stream decks with the XL and I've completely moved from my other macro keypads. And I truly believe that this is one of the best investments you can make for your stream or content creation workflow in terms of efficiency. And if you haven't even started looking into the world of efficiency improvements with regards to your workflow for video production, live streaming, things like that, there's a big world out there. There is a lot to conquer and something like this is a great starting point, but it is expensive and you should definitely have a decent microphone of some sort so people can hear you and not sound like, oh, you know, total garbage before you start buying something like this. But I think it's worth it. IMO. It is. Agata's really outdone themselves here, I think. So. So I wanted to add this bit into the video. It was a little bit of an unexpected addition. I don't I don't personally believe in the concept of defending products as I don't, you know, companies aren't your friends. It's not their job to. <laughs> it's not your job to protect them or anything like that, but I do feel sometimes that anti-product sentiment comes from a lack of understanding, and I seek to educate and make sure that it's clear. So, with the conversation, this came up on my Discord server about normal macro keypads or just like, you know, little keyboards versus what the Stream Deck is. You have to consider its use case. You have to have a use case to use it for in order to really be able to imagine how you might be able to use it. You can't just buy it and hope that it will change your life. Please don't do that. You have to, you know, find you you have to have a reason and see why it would be useful for you in the first place. But the argument is frequently made that you don't need the fancy screen behind the keys and they could just make a keyboard and be good to go. And you're not entirely wrong. They could just make a normal manual keypad, tie it to their software, and you're good to go. I do still personally argue from my two years of manually cutting out labels for my own macro keypads and programming them manually and all of that, that the convenience factor, especially if you end up changing your macros at any you know, amount of frequency, that convenience factor of having the instant access screen change is definitely worth it. But the <laughs> the actual quantity uh, or and even arguably quality of macros and actions that you get on something like the Stream Deck with a screen behind it versus no screen. When you take away the screen, you're literally sacrificing 99.9% .9 of what you can do. Because on the, on the surface, the Stream Deck XL has... 36 keys or however many it has. I forgot how many already. It has, you know, X number of keys and that is all the actions you get pretty much with manual lettering. Now you could set it up where you hold the button to get a second layer and all of that. That gets a lot more tedious to set up, but you lose smart profiles. You lose pages and folders and nested folders because you can have pretty much unlimited actions at your fingertips and all of them changing based on what program is open and things like that on the stream deck as is. But without the screen behind it, you essentially lose that because while the functionality could still be there, you'd have no way of tracking what those macros are and you, you really would not remember them. 
And so not having the screen behind it and the capacity, you know, the little icons and stuff very much just completely sacrifices like much of the functionality and benefit of this kind of smart device. Back to the review. Product links, as always, will be in the description below. Amazon affiliate links when they're available. Otherwise, it'll just be the default link to Corsair's website. I don't really have affiliate links for them or anything. Hit the like button if you enjoyed. Subscribe for more tech education links to all of my other Stream Deck coverage. I've made a lot of videos about Stream Decks over the years. Uh, will be in a playlist link in the description below as well. And yeah, kudos to Elgato. Hopefully, we'll see more good stuff like this. And they, they, they also just did something with the Elgato green screen, which... Looks really familiar. So the idea behind Elgato's green screen seems fairly obvious. It's one I actually looked for when I was trying my ceiling gun method circa 2012, but it's very effective here. Remember the pull-down projector screens from grade school? They hung on brackets off the wall and pulled out of a little box that always stayed in place and the screen stayed perfectly flat. This is the same concept, but flipped upside down. Alternatively, I would also love to see a modification or variant in which the case can also be hung from wall hooks, much like the projector screen I mentioned before, and extended downwards, so I could use the height to still use it while standing, since I don't need a green screen that goes all the way down to my feet. I was thinking I could do this with the screen and maybe make a separate project video, but unless I want to awkwardly hang it not at the top of my wall, but you know, down a few feet or so, it wouldn't reach down far enough to be fully effective that way either.